Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think, as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, this is Daniela with Bestie Life, the podcast. And today I'm so excited you get to meet Sharice Burton. If you haven't met her yet, you are going to light up. She lights up the room when she walks in. She is a bundle of positivity and energy. She also happens to be a business strategist and international bestselling author. She helps established entrepreneurs connect, call in and convert in her leads into clients. She has been doing this for over 20 years, multiple six-figure businesses. She helps you with your communication, content sales. She's also a mom, a wife, and has some amazing stories. I mean, you feel like you'll feel like you're best friends with her after 10 minutes with her. So I'm so excited for you to get to meet Sharice. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Daniela. I'm super excited and just really honored to be your guest here. So I can't wait to talk. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can, I know that was kind of super fast and general Mm -hmm. when it comes to all the amazing things you bring to the table. Can you dive in a little bit more about some of your backstory, what's led to where you are personally, professionally? Sure. Absolutely. It always is so funny to me. I'll say when people say, you know, she's a bundle of positivity and I'm always thinking, oh my goodness, if you only knew Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really, that's really my story. I mean, honestly, because, you know, all of us, I think, especially entrepreneurs are always about growing and building and becoming the best person we can possibly be. Well, 20 years ago, that was not me. 20 years ago, I was not a positive person. I, in fact, you know, I have a really colorful childhood. And so my almost gut instinct always is really like not just you know the glass is half empty more like the glass is shattered there is no glass I mean that's really where I came from and had to intentionally choose to grow into this positive lifestyle and 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 really um just be intentional about the growth aspect and choosing mm-hmm. over the pos- the negativity to choose the positive and really understand that how you live is your choice. Mm-hmm. How you live is your choice. I'm so glad you share that, Sharice, because I think we do always see everyone's best self, whether it's only mm-hmm. what they show on social media or who they've grown into, you know, and we don't always take into account that that's not always who they've been. And so the fact that you have taken that mindset of glass shattered and, you know, some circumstances out of your control at one point in your life and chosen, I think that's the right sense of the word Mm -hmm. to grow into who you are now, I think is, is a great model. And it's so inspiring because I think sometimes we think 
well, this is how my life is. And I'm just stuck here. Oh, yes. I think that is such a habit to fall into. And I think it is just that habit. And that, you know, it took me a long time to finally get to the point where I realized that wasn't true, Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to just live in that mindset. And I wasn't going to be there for my entire life. And, you know, um, like you said, I've been an entrepreneur for almost, it's just right at 20 years and about six months before that. So almost 21 years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic depression because it was so bad. And I was in such a negative place. And then I married someone who is just, I always call him Barry Poppins or (laughs) Barry Sunshine, because he's just, everything's wonderful and everything's going to be great. And then he, I'm just like, you know, we just kind of butted heads almost in that respect, but he's taught me so much. And then choosing to look at life differently because you have to, you know, I think you have to choose to learn something different. Right. Or you're going to stay in that habit of whatever the mindset is. And actually, that's why the name of my company is called Live Your Chosen Life Business Coaching, because it's all about you understanding entrepreneurs, women understanding that they can live the life they choose, whether it be through just their perspective and, or, you know, choosing to make the money that they want to, so that they can live a certain lifestyle that includes, you know, traveling all over the world and taking their families with them. It's all about choosing to live the way you want to. Yeah. And, and definitely there's always going to be circumstances that are outside of our control, but I think recognizing that sometimes it's just that perspective switch that can help still make the lifestyle what you want it to be, even if it doesn't include all the material things. It's not always about that. Exactly. That is so true. It is finding the joy in the moment, regardless of what's going on around you, because, you know, everything we have is, you know, it can be gone in a flash. Mm -hmm. And if your joy, if your perspective isn't built on joy or choosing to find the joy, then anything can knock you off your chair and just make you completely you know, just shatter your reality. And I think that's one way that we can really be more in control, so to speak, is if we just learn to find that joy within ourselves so that we can bring that joy to all the circumstances. Like, and like you said, regardless of what we have or don't have or where we're at, or, you know, whether we're, you know, having a fabulous, you know, $10,000 week or whether we're not. Right. Still living in the joy is what matters. Yeah. There's a book by Ingrid Fatel Lee called Joyful. And it's amazing the way it breaks down just different ways of thinking about what brings you joy, how to look at joy, you know, because it's not just activities and travel and big things. Sometimes it's color, you know, and the way you bring color into your life can bring you joy, you know, mindfulness type practices and how those simple, simple things can bring such joy. But being able the word they use was like savor it and cherish it in a way is part of how it grows then as well. Oh, absolutely. I can totally see that just because of, you know, certain things like we were talking about the snow just before we started, just watching it snow brings me so much joy. I'm almost giddy. And like, like we get, you know, tiny bits of snow sometimes, but just watching it. And like you said, just choosing to savor that moment for me is so peaceful. And, and there's the the colors. It's so funny that you brought that up because the colors, you know, I have certain colors that just make me happy. Mm -hmm. I don't, they just make me happy. 
you know, pink is one of them. It just makes me happy. Um, bright pink has to be super bright pink makes me happy, but it goes back to the choice because I remember, you know, in that place of really fighting the depression, it was so easy, so easy to ignore anything that could be positive and stay in that rut of negativity. I actually had to choose and be intentional that, okay, I'm going to actually think positively now about this or what is positive about the situation because it was so, it was so hard. It was so much easier to just stay in the negative place. Mm -hmm. And I love how you, you truly explain and break that down in a great way for my listeners to see, you know, how it's not just the actions, but the way you thought about them, the way you intentionally stopped the thought that was there, reframed it and practiced it and repeated it in order to change that feeling. Cause I think sometimes we think it's all about what we do without realizing mm -hmm. how powerful what we say to ourselves and what we think can be as well. Oh my gosh. That's a whole nother, that, that could be a part two because it's those words. It's those, you know, they call it the inner critic. There's so many different things you can say. Mean but girls it's in that, your head, limiting yes, beliefs. It's, it's all the things that goes on, but it's, it's whatever the voice is that's between your ears. That's really going to dictate everything. It's mm -hmm. that voice that you allow to speak. That's going to dictate your reality. And it's what well, I've even gone further in that whole kind of analyzing myself and that it is what you allow that belief to be around mm -hmm. is also what you're going to receive in your business world. Right. You know, it's going to be also be what you receive in your personal life. It's what it's whatever it is that you believe in your brain. That's what becomes truth. And you know, it doesn't happen overnight. I really like that you you um, brought up the repetition point because it is an ex exhausting repetition. It is. I'm not going to lie. It's. It's. Mm -hmm. I think I've said the hardest thing I've ever done is had to retrain my brain. Yeah. And because it is so, it's just so much repetition. Mm -hmm. And you know, I remember years ago just thinking, am I ever going to get out of this, this thought process? Am I ever going to stop uh, instantly going to negative? Am I ever going to stop that? And here I am 20 years later and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm very far from perfect, but I would say that my brain has changed so much. And mm -hmm. I, and I think it's, you know, like we originally said, people don't realize, we don't realize that we can actually change the neurosynapses yeah. and how they go off in our heads. Yeah. But it is that constant, constant repetition over things that are so, they seem so simple. Right. I know this is going to be crazy. No. It's like bagels because you're like, they're so important to do, but then you're like, am I doing them? I think I'm doing it. I can't tell if I'm doing it. Am I doing them? You just don't know, but it's such a simple moment movement, but that muscular movement is so important, especially as women get older. It's mm -hmm. the same type of cuts in your brain. You do brain kegels. It is yeah. the same type of concept. But it is so, it's such a, you think it's so simple to just think, well, I'm going to think this way and not that way. But that muscle has got to be practiced and used and and flexed over and over and over again so that that strength builds up. So it's not overnight. And I think it's probably something I'm going to work on forever, but you do see so much growth over time. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the creating new neural pathways in your brain, which is like a new path for your thoughts to go down. It does take time. I always use the example. I love your Kegel one, but I always <laughs> use like a new path in the woods, you know, like the well-worn yes. one that everybody used, you can find the new one that you're mm -hmm. creating. You have to keep going over it to get the leaves crushed down and, and everything like that as well as that muscle memory is so important yes. when it comes to practicing. I, I like to use athletes as an example, you know, they mm -hmm. don't wait until game day to try the new play. They've practiced it over and over enough so that when somebody calls, okay, we're running spaghetti. If that's the name of the play, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not an athlete. I I get it. I know. <laughs> but, you, but you know, like everybody knows, okay, they don't have to think they just, their mm -hmm. muscle memory kicks in and they run it and they do it. And that's how, you know, it, you can kind of seamlessly go from having to intentionally take 10 minutes to train your thought to when you notice you're in a bad one, poof, you kind of hop back in as well as even like calming exercises. They say practice them when you're already calm because the muscle memory will develop so that when you're stressed and in crisis, you don't need to think about the, oh, the effects good. because they happen. That's so good. I just, I want people really to understand that it's not I love the analogy too of the the athlete. It's not like all of a sudden this big, amazing, epic event that has he all of a sudden understood the play and then took off. It's the fact that it was all that almost mundane repetition mm -hmm. on a daily basis that is almost exhausting that when the time came for that play to be instrumental in the game, it was there. You know, it's, I read a book actually called, um, oh, now I'm going to forget it. It's it's about pairing the water. I think that's what it's called. But it's actually a story about a monk and how he constantly had to carry these buckets of water. And it was just, or no, chop the wood. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> water, wood, it's all good. I'm <laughs> saying thing. But, it is. but the, the point of it is, it's, it's a, man, a very mundane activity. And he just had to chop the wood, chop the wood, chop the wood, chop the wood. And it went on for years. And this monk was like, what is happening? I mean, there's I'm, all I'm doing is chopping the wood. This is ridiculous. There's nothing coming from it. But the point is, when the time is right, his muscles were the way they needed to be. There was enough wood for what needed to have, have been happening. I mean, what they needed it for. But it was all that daily exhausting wood chopping that got him to where he needed to be. And it's, I mean, it's, it's just like what we say that your success is found in your habits, your daily mundane habits. It's not this, all of a sudden I had this epiphany and my brain flipped inside out and now I'm a positive person. Right. Boy, that would have been so much easier, <laughs> but that's not how it is. And so I, I never, like you said, right off the bat, I don't like people to ever think, and I don't want to ever think that about other people that, oh, wow, they were just born that way. And I do hear that a lot, that you've got a personality for this. And I'm like, oh, if you <laughs> only knew, because part of that to me means that we do negate everything they had to grow through to get to where they are when we just automatically assume they are the person that we're looking at today and they started that way mm -hmm. and nobody, nobody, Oprah, Rachel yeah. Rogers, nobody started where they are today. Mm -hmm. you know? And it's the stories and the journey, you know, mm -hmm. that definitely, I know you said, you know, yours has been a, a 20 some odd year journey. You were a wife, you were working, you had kids, you know, what were some of those steps along your journey that you did in your own growth and development, whether it was in your business 
or as a mom or as you, like what were some of those steps that you took? To really stay active in the growth or or to move into just a, the business standpoint? Because when I started, I mean, years ago, I was not intentional on being a career person. That was not my goal. I always wanted to be a mom. That's, I mean, forever. That was my dream was just to be a mom. But I also wanted not just a mom, but to be a mom. But I also wanted to get my college degree because I wanted to have that accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And my actual, my college degree is in social work. And I loved doing that. It was wonderful working with kids. It was hard, but it was awesome. And then, you know, we started having children and I wanted to be able to stay at home. And so we did that for a while, but you know, my husband and I have been on our own since we were 17. Um, he moved out at 17. I ran away from home at 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got some, all the journey, right? Say, yes. The journey, you know, people used to say, enjoy the journey. And, about, and I would just be like, don't say that to me. I do not like the journey. I don't want the journey. I will enjoy the journey when I get where I'm going, which is so backwards. I know now, but back then the journey is what I did not like because it was so hard. Mm -hmm. But now I understand the journey is what prepares you to sustain where you're going to end up. Right. It gives you the strength and the muscles and the knowledge and all those things. So we actually, some of the, the, things that we went through that we had to make choices around were, you know, my husband's a physical therapist and he was working about 70 hours a week. And because we were on our own, we did get our college degrees, but we lived off credit cards to do that. Mm-hmm. So that just made a heaping crazy, yeah. you know, Money's huge. Yeah. craziness, you know? And so we, at one point, you know, with the four kids and Andrew's working all the time. And then I was diagnosed, you know, with the depression. And then we were being sued by credit card companies because we couldn't make our bills. I mean, it was bananas. And we just had to choose to work steadily to figure out one day at a time. But we also had to choose to not allow any of that mm-hmm. to take ownership in who we are. Right. You know, because that can be something that, I mean, being sued by credit card company is not fun. Yeah. That's terrifying. Probably, you know, especially if you've got four kids, you, you're, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot going on. It's terrifying. It's humiliating. It's embarrassing, but to choose. And my husband, he would say, well, Sharice, we have our college degrees and that's a good thing. Of course I would say, oh yeah, that's great. We have papers hanging on the wall, but we can't eat. Great. You know, being very sarcastic and smart aleck back in those days. Well, I'm still a little sarcastic, but in a good way now. But choosing to work that off and choosing not to, I mean, and some people need to, and that's their choice, but our choice was not to declare bankruptcy. We wanted to work our way through it and get out of all of that. And so we did. And that was just another choice to show our kids. I mean, we've always been very honest. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. You know, this is because kids are smart. Oh, they know everything. They know everything. Sometimes way more than they need to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so we just walked alongside and it was, and we looked at everything together and what's the next best step. Even if it is a tiny itty bitty baby step, it is a step and understanding that baby steps make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred baby steps, even 25 baby steps that still takes you from one place to another. Absolutely. And I like, 
just the way you're sharing the communication that you guys had, the conversations. I think so many times as women, as moms, we carry these loads in isolation. We think we've got to handle it all. We've got to manage it all. And whether you know, you're married or not, or your partner's on the same page, there's always somebody that you can share and talk to. I think once we let go of the isolation, it makes it so much easier to bring in that support and help and, and start working through it. Man, the isolation is, I think, a huge, I don't, I'm just trying to think of the best way because it, isolation is one of the most toxic tools that can keep us from growing. Mm-hmm. because, you know, we do have that, you know, like when we were going through all that, you know, I didn't want to tell anybody I was dealing with depression and we didn't want to talk to anybody about the debt and, you know, all the mm-hmm. things and that depression, I mean, that, that isolation just keeps you, you know, almost secretive mm-hmm. and you think nobody else is going through anything else like that or similar when, you know, three houses down, somebody's going through way worse things than you are. Right. And it's, it's so true. It's like when you bring those things to the surface, not only does it allow other people to learn and it allows you to support other people who might be a step or two behind you, but it also allows you yourself who's going through it to start having some healing. Mm-hmm. Is that part of, is that part of what you kind of bring into then your business when you say, you know, you help people choose that lifestyle for their business, for all those things? Like, how do you bring that in with them? So one of the things we do is talk about what it is that they want and really getting into that because- That's where a lot of people, I think, get stuck. (laughs) They do. They get so stuck because they're either talking about what they think they should want. Mm -hmm. I get that a lot. Or they don't know what they want. They just know that they want to work and make money. And there's so much more to life than just working and making money. There's so right. much more to that. So we, that's the very first thing we talk about is what do you want? You know, where where are you right now? Where do you want to be? What do you want? Why do you want it? And so we really, I, I just give people the freedom and the space to really dig into their own heart and figure out what is it that I want? Because sometimes we don't feel like it's okay, especially mm-hmm. women. We don't feel like it's okay to talk about what we want. Right. We got to take care of everybody else first. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and then because I really focus in on communication, mm-hmm. we talk about using their words. I just, usually I just do a lot of listening. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of listening and it's fascinating because people will talk to me and they'll tell me all the things and I'll say, okay, well, have you ever said that? Have you ever posted about that? Have you ever sent an email about that? Oh no, no. And that's, that's the very information that they should be sending. I don't want to say should, but really need to be sending out. That somebody needs to hear probably. Exactly. Because that's what is the authenticity that is so important. Mm -hmm. And that genuine piece that their dream client needs to hear. And when their dream client hears that, it's like bells and whistles go off and Mm -hmm. they go, oh my gosh, that person is my person. But sometimes we try to flower things up or we think we shouldn't talk about some certain thing the way that um, a certain way. So we just make it all so much harder than it needs to be. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting to me how it works that way. And I think that's one thing I've always wanted is for people to be heard. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that communication piece comes in because I want you to know what you want. 
I want us to figure out what you want. And then I want us to figure out how you can be heard so Mm -hmm. that what you offer can meet the people that need it. And then you end up serving more people and making more money. And that is a win-win when you can serve in the capacity that you feel like is your greatest gift or your superpower. It's almost like, I don't even, you don't even feel you're more excited about that than you are the money. Yeah. You know, and and I love that everything you said, because I know not all my listeners are entrepreneurs and business owners, but it all translates just to everyday life by Mm -hmm. figuring out what you want, sharing, not just what you think everybody wants to hear, but the real raw you is what's going to draw people in and help you show up better as a wife, as a mom, as an employee or whatever to serve and be present for everybody else. And that's going to bring you all the other things you think you were working towards, but they'll just, you know, what do they say? Like do the work and the, and everything else will follow kind of Mm -hmm. thing. And you will get the calm, the lifestyle, the joy, the happiness, money, all those things just by following your gut and your intuition on being you. That is so true. Again, I think that goes This is your model. I mean, but it's like, it's magic. It it really, it it is. It is for me. I feel like, because that's just who, who you need to be. I mean, you were created to be who you are. We need to figure out what that looks like for you, what you want, and then bring your voice, bring your words, bring your thoughts, bring your guts really out on the table. Not that you're dumping on all over everybody, but the way you want to serve someone, we can bring all of that and your, your strengths, all of that out on the table, because when you are that authentic about it, it really does just magnetize your offer to the people who need that solution. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. I think that's like the, the, the magic piece for anyone. It's that, and I've had this happen a few times and I love it so much. It's, it really is better to me than getting paid. It's when one of my clients comes to me and says, I did that post, like you said, and I had three people say to me, they felt one of them said, I felt like I was, their mind was being read. And the other one said that you were talking specifically to me. And that's what I love because what that means is they were real and raw and that real rawness magnetized their dream client. Not everybody, because yeah. not everybody is their dream client, but the ones who needed them. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that just makes my day. I just love that. No, that's, that's so awesome when you get to be validated just for being you, because I think mm-hmm. that's part of why we hide behind that perfectionism and expectations oh, yeah. is we're so afraid of not being accepted for us. And to get that validation is so powerful. How much more time do we have? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll have definitely like a part two. <laughs> that really is so true. Oh my gosh. I, sometimes I think back about, oh my goodness, I've, I wasted so many years, but then I have to look at it a different way and not look at it. Cause to me, that's almost a negative perspective. Mm-hmm. I had so many years with which to grow mm-hmm. because, you know, like I said, I always wanted to be a mom. I have, you know, being an entrepreneur was really not anywhere on my, my um, plans. I just wanted to be a mom. I really didn't think ahead about what would happen after they left for, for school and moved out, but just being a mom. But um, I also thought it had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And all of that, for me, at least all of that perfectionism and, you know, the whole June Cleaver mentality that I felt like I had to 
just dawn and step into and mirror was all out of fear of being, of doing it wrong or being judged by other people. And, you know, we do walk through that so much that I just read a post the other day with somebody said that they really feel like women. And even today in 2022, we've come so far, but there are so many women still today, probably men too, Mm -hmm. that are so afraid of being authentic Mm-hmm. and real because they're afraid of being judged yeah. by other people mm-hmm. as if other people are perfect and have everything all together, right. but it's true. Or you feel like you're going to ruin your kids. And it's funny. I know we both have older kids and, you know, mm-hmm. now I can have very frank discussions with them about certain things. And honestly, it always comes back to like their, their favorite or the funniest moments that always comes up were like the biggest train wrecks ever, <laughs> you know, the bigger the shit show, the more they're like, Oh my God, remember that time, <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's that's what bonds us. Those moments oh, that, is the truth. that we thought, oh my gosh, I've I've ruined them. I've scarred them for life. And they're like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> you have no idea how much I have prayed that all the scars, all the millions of scars I've caused, that God would just heal and erase because mm-hmm. they're so rampant. But it's so funny that you said that because you know, we have four boys. And so the insanity was great. And the 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 smells were weird. And <laughs> it was loud. And, and it was just all the things. But it, it is so funny when they get back together and they talk about, you know, the, the things that I'm just like, oh what? you know, or and just because if I, you know, like we had a couple of fires and, you know, things set on fire and just, you know, we had one of them made a, a he undid a firecracker in the backyard, which is not a good idea and put mm-hmm. some other firecracker powder with it. I don't even know all the things. And I just thought, oh my word, it is a miracle. Sometimes I think my boys are still alive, mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> they are, and they're all doing great. But then you hear a story where they say, you know, I saw I'm, one of my sons was working somewhere in a, in a, at a retail place a few years ago and that some other kids came in and they just went down the row and knocked all the lunch boxes that were up to sell everything off on the ground. And my son was working there and he came home and he told me about it. And he said, I told my, my coworker, he said, if my, if my mom had seen that, she would have made me apologize to the manager and clean it all up. He said, I can't believe kids today. And I just was like, (laughs) I guess he learned something because he was like, I can't believe kids today do that. And that's what it comes to, you know, is just, everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we, if we can just acknowledge that and know that there is no perfect, there is no, there's really no normal. No. I always like to say there are realms of normalcy, but there's no such thing as normal. It is what it is whenever you're trying to do the best you can for your family and your circumstances. And mm-hmm. when everybody is fed and clothed and they have a roof over their shoulder, their, their head, then sometimes that's good enough. Yeah. And I know I always ask my guests, you know, about the things they're most grateful for. And I think, you know, with you, you've been sharing all along, you know, between the gifts of the journey, your family, mm-hmm. you know, and, and those appreciations for things, but am I missing? What else are you grateful for? Cause I think that's such a big part of our self-care is to remember those things. I think there, I have so much to be grateful for. I, I know a lot of people say that, but, and I, I'm going to know everybody feels that way too, but I just, I mean, statistically being a teenage runaway where I am today, being married for 32 years and having four healthy children who are contributing to society and independent and making their own way in the world. It, it, it was not statistically supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was in a counseling session one time and the counselor told me statistically, 
you should either be dead hooking or strung out on drugs. Oh my gosh. From my background and all the things. And so I think about that sometimes and just think, I am so grateful for just this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for having a husband who's loved me and been by my side and been the father to our sons that that he has been. Right now, I'm so grateful for our grown sons and how they interact with one another. You know, and they'll they still call us and you know, I'm really struggling with this. Will you pray with me? Or I'm really having a hard time. What do you think I should do? And it, it just amazes me. You know, our 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 second son couldn't be home for Thanksgiving. So our fourth son, who's 20, took his own money and flew to Pensacola to be with him for Thanksgiving. Aww. So he wouldn't be alone. And I'm just like, I'm I'm so grateful that that, that just my heart. Yeah, it, it does. It just when you see that happen, I mean, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to have this career that I get to meet women all over the world, which I think is just phenomenal. I'm so grateful that I get to see women learn how to speak from the gut, from the heart Mm -hmm. and watch that sort of magically enchant their dream clients to the point that their dream clients come and say, Hey, I saw your post. How do I work with you? Mm -hmm. I, I just get to sit on the sidelines and I just like get chills I mean, I still, I mean, I'm 54 and I still just think this is unbelievable where I'm at today. This is just, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. So there's so much I'm grateful for. And that's why I love your story because it's it's about just possibility, that possibility mm-hmm. that we all have within us. And definitely whether you're an entrepreneur, definitely work with Sharice and let her help you find that business that you choose, or if you're not definitely still follow her because I think those messages, that inspiration, the the things that she teaches are transferable to finding every point of your life. And who knows, maybe you'll end up one. I, you know, like she said, it wasn't in her plan. It probably wasn't in my plan. And here we both are. <laughs> exactly. And you know, the bottom line for me, everything is about connection and relationship, mm-hmm. whether, you know, we ever work together, whether we do anything like that to me, that's second, mm-hmm. that always comes second. It is the connection. It's the support that we can give one another. It's the relationship that is always first. And I know that a lot of people talk about that and they say that, but it's so important to me that that comes first because again, it just kind of goes back to, you know, things may be different tomorrow, but if you're still here and we have a relationship, I can still support you. Mm -hmm. Even if we're not in the same business, even if we're in two different continents. It doesn't matter. All those things could change. But if we have a relationship and a connection, we can still have communication. We can still connect. We can still support each other. And, and that is what it ends up being all about. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Sharice. I'm so excited that we were able to chat today and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. So much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love. Alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger. As well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together, as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon. Bye.